Welcome to Tales from Justice Fair. What you're about to listen to is a bite of what happened in the universe not so different from ours. Events in this tale has never happened. Or maybe it has, or maybe it will. Beware, you may or may not enjoy whatever you hear in this space. But if you do, please subscribe, rate and add a review. Salem was popularly known for being the home of witch trials and witch hunters. And in Salem was the very heart of evil. And no, I am not talking about the witches and a coven. Don't get me wrong. Witches are evil but their evil is pure. Because you know their intentions. You can look at a witch and go, this is an evil witch. Their intentions are as pure as the crimson fire in which they drew their last breath. And trust me, when witches were born on the stake, they suffered in pain and agony. With the wooden splinters that stabbed the witch's skin. And this ritual was supposed to be justice for all the evil the witch had done. Now during this particular judgment day, was a witch burning on the stake, and the whole village surrounded her, chanting, Burn the witch, burn the witch. And one of them was young Fiona. Fiona is not doing the chant, but her mother who has a grip on her shoulder is doing it, screaming at the very top of her voice. And what went through Fiona's thought was, the witch was already burning and she has nowhere to run. Or was that what Fiona wanted? Turn into a bed and fly. You can do it. I have seen you do it. All this played dilly dally in Fiona's mind. And she looked at the rope the witch was bound with to the stake. And it didn't burn. In fact, she had seen it before many times. Each time a witch was brought to trial, it was with that same rope she was tied with to the stake. And the reason was, the rope had its own dark powers, powers that rendered the witch's powers useless. But if the rope had dark powers, what difference were the people of Salem and the witches they called evil? Fiona's shoulders starting to hurt as her mother's grip got tighter on her. She tried to take away her mother's hands, but immediately her mother stopped chanting and Fiona turned to look at her, only to see her mother's face up close to hers which made the young girl shiver down to her spine. And then her mother goes. What is wrong with you, girl? Her mother's breath smelled like garlic. And her teeth had more brown than white. And also, she had a mole that had grown on her forehead. In her defense, the reason for the growing fungi on her skin was because of the damp walls in the house, which had developed other bacteria. Her mother continued. Do you love the witch? Would you like to become one? Or do you want to end up on a burning stake? If you know what is good for you, you better say the chant with me and get a hold of yourself. And then she turns to the rest of the villagers and goes, Look here, I have got a witch in the making. And then the villagers said, We have enough stakes to go round. And they said this laughing very strangely. No one needed to tell young Fiona that her village people were mad. In fact, the chief had one good eye and covered the bad eye with a dirty cloth that looked like it was used to clean the wooden sewage pipes. The son of the chief who was about her age looked at her from up ahead and he had a very large head with four teeth missing as he smiled at Fiona. Her mother just threatened to burn her on a stake if she ever became a witch. The people of Salem must really hate witches. But it was already too late. 
Last night, Fiona already met with the witch. When her mother asked her to throw a pool in the sewage dump, she gave her a candy. I mean the witch gave her a candy. Her mother had never given her such. Just rotten cabbages and carrots that remained on the table she served in the food courts she walked in. That night, Fiona could not sleep. The damp walls and her mother's loud snoring were enough to keep her awake. But what really stole young Fiona's sleep was her thinking if she was now a witch. And even when she tried to sleep by shutting her eyes tight, images of a burning stick rested behind her eyelids. And soon, a wincing sound like a boiling whistling kettle began to play in her ears. And when she could no longer take it, she got up and ran into the woods, as if trying to run away from the sound that tormented her. Further into and into the woods, she would see the night animals following her, all singing in the animal languages and rejoicing. And suddenly rising from behind, it wasn't only the wincing sound she heard, but the stomping of the crowd behind her. Her village people were following her and at great speed, carrying torches and forks. And in front of the crowd, young Fiona saw her own mother. She was leading the hot pursuit. The mole on her forehead had grown even bigger, almost covering her left eye. Together with the chief's son, but this time, all his teeth were now missing. And Fiona began to hear the chants. Bond the witch. Bond the witch. Young Fiona knew she was the witch. And she kept running. Now remember I said witch's evil is evil. But you know their intentions. But the worst evil of them is the evil you do not know. Or the evil that poses to be good. And I would love to give it a name, Stained Evil. At this point, young Fiona felt her legs were growing weak, and it began to shrink and so did her hands, and her hair pulled from her scalp, and her nose grew longer. The people of Salem watched as the young witch performed her first transformation and took to the sky. They stopped and watched as her wings hit the air between the sky and the earth. And when she was out of sight, they all dropped the torches and forks and turned to look at each other. Just then, the chief's son looked at Fiona's mother and shouted, Her mother is right there, let's burn her instead. The angry witch hunters turned to Fiona's mother and another said, She has got a mole the size of my balls. She is definitely a witch. The newfound witch looked at the chief, pointed to him and said at the top of her voice, Look at the chief. He's got one eye and carries a robe that has dark powers, which is power. The angry mob turned on each other, chewing on themselves as they passed the witch's blame onto another. And the night animals danced and rejoiced to the bloody screams and the deathly dance of the people of Salem. Tales from Jester's Fair is created by Dilly Dohati. Don't forget to tell your friends and be here when next a tale is told. Thank you for listening and have a great day.